God, this chair feels comfy. <laughs> Are, you, Are you always this high when you sit here? A little bit. Well, I don't sit in that chair. Well, I meant this would always just feel like, yes, evil. <laughs> yes, every time. <laughs> I get to stare at all of you at the exact same time. And get that evil grin on your face like, <laughs> Yes, it's a very powerful seat to sit in. I know. For those of you who don't get it, I'm DMing tonight. That's right, your favorite troublemaker is actually a player this time. <laughs> and unfortunately, the cleric's not here, which... I, well, I'm happy he won't be getting us into trouble. I have, that's Honestly, I the sad part is, I kind of feel like if he was here, it'd be like, oh yes, now it relies on three people. Right? So, now, <laughs> now there's one more person to goof it. Yep. Which, the sad part is, knowing him, what I have planned... Story's over in five minutes. Sorry, folks. Bye. You're stuck with the two most competent players in I know, group. which is fun, because it means I now, if I fuck up, it's like you two are just giving me this evil eye, like, did you not plan this? It's like, I tried! This is your uh, reminder that this family, this podcast isn't exactly family-friendly, but we're going to try and not swear unless we're absolutely bloody terrified of something, or if we roll a one. Or it fits the joke. Yes. All right, so... Hashtag fuck clerics, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So tonight's special is Castle of Winterhome. Basically, all right, let's get into the story of it, shall we? Sell it to me, baby. Sell it to me. You two, as you both know, are the children of a lord on a small island just slightly north of the mainland. Winters there are not per se harsh, but definitely only hardy survive. So between Sweden slash Nordic and Russia. Think more Orkney Islands slash the islands off the north of Scotland. So it's virtually Greenland, but not quite. Basically. It actually has a summer. Impressive. Um, but the interesting thing about Winterhold Island is that compared to the rest of the islands around you, life there is lush and green and healthy. Oh, so it's Iceland. Basically! Winterhold has fucked up winters. Fucked up winters, but has some of the best crops, some of the best trees. It's beautiful. Has fucked up winters for a tropical wasteland or a tropical island. Basically. For a tropical resort. It's not tropical, but... You know what I mean. I'm making a gaffe in my notebook. Now, unfortunately for you two... Oh, dear. Your father has recently passed away. You received a letter from him requesting that you come home for his... Well, let's say... (laughs) I fucked up that. I meant his lawyer... Sent you a letter to I was going to say, how did I get a letter from my dad if he died? <laughs> Keep going, Chad. Come on. Fuck my own head up in plans. Um, <laughs> that was going to be a different version. Um, lawyer sends you a letter requesting that you two come home. Basically to discuss who's going to inherit what. Blah, blah, blah. Bob's your uncle. Bob's my uncle? Who's my aunt? Janice. That's why. <laughs> so do you guys want to start the funeral or do you want to start after the funeral 
You know, I love dear old Da. I'd rather not shed a tear on camera. Fair enough, then. What do you think, bruv? Yeah, I'm with you there. This is a fair point to remind you that I'm actually a girl this campaign, so I'll probably girly up my voice a wee bit. Oh, honey, please do. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> what? Yeah, let's let our two, Makana and James, if you haven't figured out who they are, go over their characters. And then I will drop you two into the start. McConaughey, you go first. So I am playing Roderick, a level four ranger, multi-classing with a level one barbarian. And uh, my faction's bullshit walks. I'm a human. My alignment is the good kind. I'm taller than most. And I don't care or know my weight. I allowed them as much freedom other than telling them they had to both be the same race. And they had to be siblings. I regret nothing. And I'm, I'm the older sibling. <laughs> and he is the older sibling. I'm James and I'm playing Lillian. I am a human bard at level 4, multiclassing with a level 1 barbarian. So yes, I am a bardbarian. I'm so happy. My faction is Money Talks. I'm a human. My alignment is the good kind. My height is tall enough. And you never ask a lady her weight. I am the younger sister of the group. Alright, then let's get into the setting. You two are the Cadshaw siblings. You are the most recent in a long line of families that have been the rulers for the most part of this island. The castle of Winterhold, which is the Cadshaw family home, has existed for the past 500 years. It burnt down at one point and was eventually rebuilt into what the mansion you now are both sitting in, specifically your father's study, as your lawyer, as the lawyer of the family sits in your father's seat holding your father's will. It's a for the most part, it's not the most lordly of places, but it is, you can tell there's somebody with a shit ton of money here who lived here. He's just got an elephant statue made of ivory somewhere, like literally, it's all ivory. Basically. It's, it's like, I have money and I spend it because I have money on yeah. things that cost a lot of money. Why? Because I have it. And yeah, well that's also one of the big things is, you two were basically told when you were younger, do whatever you want to do in life, and I will help fund it until you guys are self-sustaining. Which, hopefully, you both are. <clears throat> but, let's get to reading your father's will so we can see which one of you fuck-ups. <laughs> you don't know if we're fuck-ups yet. We have to play first. I don't know either. So, <clears throat> shall we get into it? Up to you, my good sir. So, as you both are, as I said, sitting in your father's study... Surrounded by all the books and other knickknacks and trinkets he's collected over the years. Plus anything of the family heirlooms and such that are on the walls and whatever. Above the fireplace you see a painting of the first Lord of Winterhold. 
which is Jebediah Katcha. He's called Great Beam. Yeah. Yeah. And sitting in what would normally have been your father's seat is this, not per se, built elfish person, but a long, the basic way I can describe it, he's an elf with these thin long arms, thin long legs, and he just almost looks like Mr. Smithers. Oh, see, I was kind of imagining. Not Mr. Smithers, um, Mr. Mr. Macy's? No. As soon as I said Smithers, I'm like, no, you know who exactly who I meant. He Mr. Burns. He looks like a younger, taller, and less yellow version of Mr. Burns. So if Mr. Burns was actually white. Basically. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of imagined him as a cross between the guy from Persona, you know, the guy in your mind, and yeah. the guy, the, like, the critic from Ratatouille. Well, I was going, yeah, actually he probably would be closer to the critic, now that I think about it. So, because he does actually have a full fling of hair, but it's, you can tell it's starting to thin. He's getting old for an elf. Dear God, he's <laughs> fucking ancient. Yeah. The lawyer is an old coot. <laughs> <clears throat> and you bitch, Lillian. Excuse me. I wrote no boot. That works. <clears throat> so, you both know why you're here. You both know that one of you is to inherit your father's home and all his holdings, both here and on the mainland. Any questions before I read the will? Yeah, can you give it all to me? Unfortunately, that's not how the cat shall line works. It's to whichever child the parent deems. Interesting. Of course, knowing your father, that's going to be a work for both of you. What trickster he was. Oh, dear old dad, just that old persnickety little son of a gun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to stretch my legs. It's so good. What was your name again, young lad? I've met so many catchers. Roderick. Roderick. Do you have any questions? How? Just how old are you? Don't ask an elf that. Well, he called you a bitch. Well, that's a state of fact. It's a compliment. In this Considering point. she stole money from me, well... Did I know? Do you not remember the boat right over here? The card game? A, listen, that's not stealing if you're bad at poker. Mm. Or dice. You'd think with eyes as old as yours, you would recognize a little bit of sleight of hand, but apparently I was wrong. Shall we get to this? I'm waiting. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> Of course, the lawyer would mishandle the files. I, Gregory Catcher. 
do hereby of sound mind leave my fortune to one of my two children. Now, yes, I know that both of you are quite aware that you are both alive and happy and healthy. Unfortunately, due to some circumstances, I must see which one of you is actually the braver, braver of my two children. One of you, if you wish, may stay the night in the house without any help whatsoever. And whichever one of you stays the longest and can find the keys to the family vault is allowed to have everything. <clears throat> P.S. Do not make fun of the guilt, the elf. Too late. <laughs> he literally is old enough to have met Jebediah the old bastard. Oh wait, he wasn't supposed to read that. Fuck. <laughs> you, you just see me sort of like quietly pull up like a little prayer like sorry pa <laughs> you just see her like well she kind of like pulls the wax out of her ears a little bit now I see I'm truly not going crazy so as you both heard Which one of you wants to stay the night in the house for this stupid game of his? Fuck it. I'll stay. Well, I mean, technically, I'll stay too. I mean, I'm on a bit of extra spending money down at the pub ain't too bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, and having his odds and ends in that wonderful little elephant over there ain't too bad. As he did say, you are both just supposed to stay the night in the house, apparently, and also apparently find the keys to the family vault, which is strange because they're supposed to be in that vault behind the painting. He points to a painting of your mother. Poor mom. By the way, the last time you two had been to this house was about five, six years. I don't know your ages, actually. I don't think we ever established an age. I think we were going for mid-twenties. Mm-hmm. Mid-twenties. So, yeah. Basically, actually, that works out better. The last time you two were at this house was the day, was a few days after your mother had already passed away. You basically were helping your father grieve and get over it. He encouraged you both to go out and enjoy your lives and do what you both felt desired to do. And he gave you both a reasonably large sum of gold. Which I blew on booze in about three days and the company of men. No one's judging. <laughs> uh, we're in apparently a non-sexist universe. <laughs> He's sword swallower. Listen, it's a talent and an art form. And it works with actual swords too, you twat. And so this is the first time you've been back in five or six years. And so as he points to the safe, he goes, the three keys are supposed to be in there. Whichever one of you actually wants this house, the combination is 
You're going to have to think of what the combination was. Your father, I forgot, changed it before it died. And didn't allow me to know. <sighs> so, since you both will be staying here, as far as I know, the help has kept your rooms to a livable, if you ever decide to return, point. And you both know it's on the third floor. Do not go up the set of stairs on the left, or else you will end up in the help in the helps side of the home. Well, the temporary lodgings for the help. Note to self, if one was shag the help, go to the Actually, left staircase. Sorry, I flipped the map in my head by accident. Do not go to the right stairways. Note to self, if I want to shag the help, go to the right side of the staircase. By the way, if you do remember, she did say he did say that there would be no help in the house for the entire night. Doesn't mean the help couldn't have left something behind to remember them by. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So there are no cooks, there are no maids, there is no head butler. Well, I mean, I'm head butler, then you've got me. Yeah. So none of the help will be in the house. He did say no help. <laughs> so you two are basically going to have to prove you can live in this house by yourselves. By yourselves. Well, or at least can handle it together. <clears throat> so, do whatever you can until sunset, because your father was very specific in those rules. Once sunset hits, the help is supposed to leave for the night. You have about two hours. Hmm, two hours. He says as he closes his pocket watch, he gets up, putting all of the paperwork that he's supposed to have back together. And as you know, being that your father is the richest man on the island, he does have some amenities that no one else has, like the electricity and other things. Hmm. I see that Edison bloke actually kept his promise. Hmm. So, feel free to use any amenities till then that do require help. If not, you are on your own. I will see which one of you survives till morning. By survive, I mean whichever one of you stays in the home the longest. Yes, no, I'd hate to die of starvation. Good night, both of you. He gets up and he slowly walks out. Oh, and one more thing. Don't destroy anything. Most of it may be insured, but... <sighs> It's awful funny the elf telling me what to do we can do in our own home. Mm -hmm. I make no promises. Sometimes I black out when I drink. You may destroy things after one of you gets the home, but we really don't want to leave it to your cousin Jimmy now. Brutal. <laughs> God, why does everybody name awful characters after me? Fuck, I'm not that <laughs> Actually, which is the name that popped in my head. That's the problem. My name is the first name that popped up in everybody's head. No, Jimmy's the name that pops up in everyone's head. That's my name, fuckwad. <laughs> yeah. We briefly flash back to a leather arm with the words no sin on a palm. <laughs> Basically, kind of I popped in my head was that same Jimmy. It's like, yes, I know. <laughs> 
Come to Jimmy's a twat too. <laughs> so Papa likes jokes. As he leaves, you two basically have the lay of the house to you two. Anything you want to do? Well, first of all, I'm going to give my brother a high fucking fight because hello, brother. So, we have to get into that safe. <laughs> I preemptively take down the painting of dear old mum and face it towards the wall. Alright. Are you going to do anything? I'm going to look at the ball. It's a... I'm trying to think of something about the size of it. It's, the door to it is about the size of that table if that table were... Mounted. Mounted on the wall. So, so about like two feet by... So basically average rich guy wall safe behind a painting. Impressive, impressive. Um, and you notice that it's a simple Victorian era styled turn block. The old school turn it to a number, turn it to another number, turn it to another, and then pull a handle and open. Interesting. It's a shame. I didn't take rock picking as one of my skills. <laughs> <laughs> but we both have extraordinarily high decks, and somebody does have investigate. <laughs> I do I'm investigate. I'm going to investigate. Alright. The the vault. How do you investigate it? What kind of will allow you to determine that which you're seeking? By pressing my ear up against it and wiggling the... <laughs> What'd you get? I got myself a... An 18. Do I say he unlocks it, or do I hear? Do I tell him he does hear at least a few of the clicks when it gets to a number that's picked for? Because that's the trick. I'm guessing he shouldn't have rolled. He should have just gone with you hear maybe a tumbler drop, but you can't decipher the second one. <laughs> we just open the vault in the first five minutes. There's a whole thing meant for it. You basically do unlock the safe and you open it up and you notice the only thing in there is your father's journal. The elf's a fucking liar! <laughs> Find three keys, my arse. Who needs it when you as have well cash on ingenuity? Hey! As well as a letter that's addressed to both of you. Oh, dear old dad. Um, I hand the letter to Roderick as he's the one who opened it. I open up the letter and start reading out loud. <clears throat> oh good, the elf's gone. <laughs> Fucker. If you've obviously opened this, and the letter survived, there's some things I've wanted to tell you, too, that I should have a very long time ago. 
First off, let's get the cheesiness out of the way. You know exactly what I want to say. There, said it. <laughs> I'm not the sentimental type, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know exactly what I would say in that point in this letter, children. Yes, I did love you both. No, <laughs> my heart warms me that. Also, we're fucking cursed. Dear old dad. <laughs> the Joker. And if that's where Lillian just said, the Joker, I really wish this was a joke. She does like the, the, the people's <laughs> eyebrow. And she kind of just looks side to side. And she's just like... She just lifts her ear to the sky. A little bit. <laughs> We were cursed about 500 years ago when Jebediah Kadshaw came to this island wanting to establish a lord a lordship here. He basically screwed us over. The exact details I don't quite have. You may see some old family members around the house at mid by nightfall you may be able to get one of them to tell you more in detail than what I can my journal does cover some of this you may even see me by the way uh do not try not to destroy me too much try not to destroy you she looks perplexed the goddess in question I explain it more in my journal. She is both a goddess of death and life, apparently. So, yes, be prepared for anything. Sincerely, your father. <laughs> when you play with us, Makana, or Chad. Or I know, I, this is where it's like, <laughs> Well, we cut out the hard part of finding the keys. I don't like investigating bullshit. Oh, by the way, you notice on the back there's more writing. He turns it over and reads it aloud. Obviously. Oh, shit, forgot to mention. Um, I've hidden the three keys to the family vault, which has something that may help you break the curse that I've been trying to do, or at least our family's been trying to do. Once again, I explained a little bit more in the journal. Now, hold on, hold on. You said the keys have something to help us, or the journal? Vault. The vault? The family vault, which is in the lowest basement of the house. So this was his personal vault. There's a family vault we need yes. to go find. There's a family vault where a large sum of the riches and really important shit nobody wants stolen. Family like, vault in basement. Bottom basement. There's two basements. In... Darkest dungeon. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> there are many things that I can can't tell you, mainly because the bitch is listening. Dad is indecisive. 
have one of her guardians come out of fucking nowhere and tell you bitches to shut up. <laughs> oh, I'm, I am saying this out of game. I know. Uh, stay safe, both my children. Read through the journal and find as much as you can and see if you can help where I lost. And, by the way, if you do see me, please, do not destroy me! Secretly learned smite undead. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, with this revelation that you weren't supposed to learn until after sunset... <laughs> Appears we have a new set of keys to find, and the locations of which may or may not be inside that journal, brother. Scan journal for location of keys. Hmm. Not that easy. No, no, no. I'd like to inspect the journal as we haven't taken it out of the vault yet. I'd like okay. to go ahead. I'd like to touch it first of all. Can mm -hmm. I touch it safely? Yes. I pull it out. What do I see? Do I need to roll to see the journal? You see your father's name on it. What's my father's name again? What did we say? It was Jeremiah? I don't no, know. Jeremiah was the original. No, Jebediah was the original. Jebediah, Jebediah was the original. Jeremiah, Jeremiah is your father's name. Okay. Jeremiah. <laughs> uh, or did I say something random? I could have swore it was Jeremiah. I, we don't, I, I wanted to make sure I, I yeah. want to write You see Jeremiah... In very fine gold lettering on the front of it, Jeremiah. Ooh, such fine filigree. <laughs> and you notice it's just basically held by a leather strap to keep it shut. Dumb question. When I go to move the leather band, is it firmly planted or can I... It's just a little fancy... I'm just asking if it's, it's... been enchantedly bound. Uh... So you should have took Detect Magic. <laughs> I think I did, actually. Uh, I did take Detect Magic. It is enchanted, but <laughs> luckily for you, it's enchanted to only open for someone of his bloodline. This is when I find out I'm a bastard child and I'm not from his bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm technically not one of his children. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'll explain that when you get to a certain point. Oh, so Which will probably happen pretty quick. Of course, I'm the younger sibling. I'm not actually his child. <laughs> <laughs> Just open the damn diary. I open the diary! <laughs> <sighs> There's a lot of it where you notice it's just like stuff where he talks about certain day-to-day -day stuff. But then you start noticing as he starts talking about his, his father's death. Chill. Yeah, we'll say John Cadshaw. Chief John. He basically explains that this is right before... You can tell that this is right around the time he's met your mother. Your aunt that you apparently never knew you had. Janice. We'll go with Janice, because that actually kind of does fit. Apparently is super happy that you that he's found someone, and then mysteriously, you get to a point where you notice about six pages are missing, and then for some reason there's no mention of his sister, 
It's just, he does mention sometimes that he regrets something he did. And then he gets to a point where he talks about you kids. And then he starts mentioning that he's afraid of the curse that will happen. That eventually when he dies, the curse will reawaken. One of you will t basically have to kill the other because there is no direct bloodline to the original Jebediah Catshaw other than you two. This is... Now, let's get into the explanation of this curse, because he does explain it. It's a father-to-child thing. If normally it's supposed to be the father kills the child, if not, the child must kill a sibling. So, this is where things get fun. You basically, one of you either has to kill the other or break the curse. Or break the curse. <laughs> or somehow renegotiate the curse so you don't both get killed. <laughs> Anything in there on how to break the curse? He does mention, as he starts getting later and later in life, and you notice, like, some of them are within the last couple... You, you notice your mother's death. He then starts mentioning a few of the different f ways the family's members have... Previous family members over the last 500 years have tried to break it. Some have thought only having girls would work. It didn't because somehow those girls would just mysteriously become pregnant if they became nuns or anything. Gods are hermaphrodite. It doesn't matter what God does with his or her penis. <laughs> no, I'm saying basically the God would always ensure the God always ensures there is an heir. He mentions that there was a story of how he, Jebediah was cursed, and how something. He was told by the goddess to do three things, and he only did one and fucked up the other two. And there's a few other things he mentions, like somebody tried to make a wish, and that did sort of alleviate the curse for a gener for two generations. Yes. Do I have to carry Madame Zeroni's child up a mountain and feed him water? <laughs> <laughs> Because no. I am a strong woman, and I will carry that child up in any fucking mountain on this island. <laughs> um, when you find one of the keys, you'll get a flashback that explains some of this. Okay, so, Grandpa... Great, 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 great old Jebby <coughs> fulfilled one wish and mildly sated another? He mild... What happened is, I, we don't exactly know which family member did it. One of them was able to somehow get some sort of wish-granting item to the island because, your father also mentions this, once you become head of household, okay. you are not allowed to leave the island. The island. That makes sense because you are kind of cursed. And But he does explain the curse is weird. The curse doesn't actually do anything bad to you. If anything, it actually makes your life better. Um, basically, every generation of your family has prospered and growed, grown, but they've always had to either, either have had to kill off a child or a sibling has had to kill off a sibling. 
Now, sometimes this has worked out where a child dies just on accident or during childbirth, and the curse just skips to the next generation. He does. He's mentioning some of this. I just don't feel like talking like him. No, I understand. I'm I'm filling out the important bits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, a few people, a few family members have tried. They were either successful in alleviating parts of it or alleviating it for a generation. But it always seems to come back. What were the three things that he was supposed to He doesn't to... know. Uh, That's what the keys are for. Okay. The keys... He knows there's something in the family vault. There's an item in the family vault that will help alleviate the curse. He just doesn't know... How. How. He does know that the family vault, that the keys to the family vault have something to do with it. And he knows that the three things in the family vault, or one thing, or whatever's in there, will help with this, with alleviating the curse. Other than that, there's not really much else he can say because of the missing pages. And then at the very end, it goes, To whichever one of you inherits my curse, I hope that it does not hurt you as much as it did with me and my sister. Go ahead. First of all, part of me thinks incest is wincest right here. Actually, <laughs> that's even worse. What? The purer the bloodline, the more likely you're going to have to kill someone. <laughs> Sure. That's fine. But, so, obviously, Daddy Dearest, in some way, shape, or form, may have hurt Auntie Janice. But he also may have shagged the bitch. The only shagging that was done was by Jebediah, and I'm not going to tell you what until you get to that point. Ooh, he fucked Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it would be, what was her fucking name? Rizal? <laughs> Close enough, but no! Believe it or not, this is actually the goddess. The goddess, when we get to her, or if we get to her. We will. So wait, this she's, one... a, she's based off of a Cthulhu mythos goddess. Brazil's bitch of a cousin. Brazil's bitch cousin. No, even better. Oh my god. It's Slanesh. Nope. Teddy dicks everywhere. It's Shub Niggereth. Easy there. Stop dropping hard hours. Right. For weeks. This is fucking Cthulhu mythos, by the way, where it's like, was that racist or was that. I'm waiting for the fucking. I was gonna say, you don't mean, like, okay, Shub Niggereth or something like that. Are you sure it's not Shiagorath or something? It's. No, I know that's Elder Scrolls, but I mean, close enough. No, it's. Long story short, um, she's the god of all the elder monsters. Yummy. <laughs> so she's the god of the gods. Actually, no, that would be uh, the blind idiot god, or the sleeping idiot, whatever he's called. The DM is invoking the absolute hatred of every elder god right now. <laughs> that whom he is supposed to command to torture us, and he's just calling them all idiots. Yeah. Oh no! So yeah, that's basically what you were able to get from your father's 
thing. Is she some sort of fertility slash death god? Second question. So you're telling me right now if I, if I had myself fall on my own sword while it was in Roderick's hand, the whole thing would be settled. Oh no, this is the best part? You just have to die. Oh, so I could fall on my own sword and end this whole fucking game. Yep. <laughs> Easy enough, but let's just see if I get that desperate. <laughs> Inserts a certain goose. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, it's one of those things where if one of you dies... One of you becomes trapped on the island. The only upside is you're basically treated like a prince. That's the only upside. I mean, if it means I have my own personal... Well, technically it would be my own personal badge washer. But if I was Roderick, I would have my own personal ball washer. <laughs> scrubbing, rinsing, scrubbing, rinsing, scrubbing, rinsing, rinse, rinse, scrub, scrub. Be the harem king! Oh my god, Issei. Please. I have completely fucked up and not planned for you guys to actually be fucking confident. I should have had Brandon sitting here and you stopping here. It would have taken us like two hours longer to find that out. Wait, which part? Who? All that was supposed to be found out in a cutscene later on. Wait, were so we who, not supposed to open this? No, of course not. We were never supposed to open it. You know what was supposed to happen? No, no. Tell us afterwards or during the break. This is what happened. We gave Chad a warning that did. We, we were like, by the way, the only reason we don't get progress done in Caravan 13 is because Brandon waffles a lot. <laughs> and then it's like... No shade, friend. You're great. It, it just happens. You're great. It's just... Yeah... Just re-listen to episode three and listen to two hours of, um, um. <laughs> well, actual, well, episode one. What have you done, Chad? Stop rolling! <laughs> I haven't actually rolled. I've only rolled twice. Once to tell you if there was a magical lock on it and once to tell him if he succeeds. And he beat me because I had a nine. <laughs> this is when you set the DC beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we have to go find the six pages and find the keys. So let's And we just... still got three hours to do so, so... Let's start just ripping up the house. <laughs> Listen, no, no, we want the house. Shut the fuck up, Siri. Goddamn. Alright, hold on. I need to take off my smartwatch. It's not doing me any favors. It's not that smart anyway. <laughs> now that the talking script is gone, let us search this house. Now, Dad had a bit of a stomach. I think we should check the kitchen first and maybe peruse the pantry. We need to check the icebox. Maybe that's where you stuffed Auntie Janet. <laughs> no, that'd be too easy. Either way, the kitchen it is. Which way to the kitchen? <laughs> okay, do you want the family kitchen or do you want the giant kitchen that's used to basically feed the whole house? Okay. Here's the question I have. Slash dining area. Slash. No, no. I mean where, like, the help would make the food. Kind of kitchen. Once again, do you want the family kitchen? Or do you want the gigantic one that's used for, like, parties and shit? Okay, no. We're talking, like, simple kitchen for now. It's a floor under you. Actually, no. It's the same floor as you. Fuck. 
It's like the we may be big, strong siblings, but we do not eat a house out of home. We're not, we're, we might grab a light snack at best. Two sandwiches, a beer, and a crumpet for the road. Second floor on the right. So we would Wait, be taking... Yes, second floor on the right. So we would be taking the left staircase, or on the right? Actually, you guys are currently on the second floor. Okay, so we just... You of... basically... Well... Leave your father's study, which is... At the... Do we get there? You get there. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we have several hours before we get jumped. It's still before sunset. <laughs> I hope. I hope it doesn't take us three hours to find it. It's the same house. Right. I follow the scent of freshly baked stones and find my way to the small dining room. No, um... I was so badly just about to go, Fuckers! <laughs> Fuckers! <laughs> okay, actually, I have a question, dear Chattington. Is there anything I see on the way to the kitchen that would catch my eye? Like a clock or anything? You do notice just the normal stuff that's in the house. You see things from, like, other family members who've traveled before they became head of household, or... Just traveled and brought stuff back to ha put in the castle. Anything particularly my dad would have brought back. Uh, you. The only thing you do recognize as anything that could have been something he brought back was a mask. Uh, some what looks like maybe tribal or just really old weapons. Alright, so your dad's been to the southern continents. A metal gauntlet with a gem in it. <laughs> you should have aimed for the head. <laughs> so are we gonna take? Let's take this gauntlet. <laughs> I gently ease my brother and his excitement. It would have done nothing anyway. Oh, I, I know, but I'm just. It, it's a, it's a replica. Of course, it's, it's a, a replica. replica. <laughs> because of course. Father was so cheap, could never acquire the real taste of life. No, I was No, just... I would picture one of you going, fake. Fake. Not real. Fake. That's interesting. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> I find a peculiar book, and as I opened it, I suddenly have the temptation to close it. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> this is just going to turn into us making jokes and references of horror movies, I get the feeling. I'm totally not taking a shower, and I definitely didn't bring the chocolate syrup. I thought the chocolate syrup was your favorite. <laughs> you notice my absolutely thin and trim sides. I think not. Chocolate is a delicacy around here. You mysteriously see the butler pop out of nowhere going, chocolate, my dear? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he then just walks back into the hallway and just disappears again. Thank you, Jeeves. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, we, 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 I was I was just curious if there was anything I would yeah. that would catch my eye. Other than that, I it's just mostly paintings and other 
things your family's collected over the 500 years they've been lords of this little island that's a mysteriously fruitful island. It's like a Gilligan actually did work. So, yeah, you get to the kitchen, and as you notice, there's pre-made food for you one and there's pre-made food for you on the tape on the counters with a little note from the family chef saying I could have swore these were your favorite meals have at it ah I see he's prepared my favorite meal extra bloody steaks <laughs> maybe for you old chap but for me it's a finely cut veal with potatoes and broccoli aren't we fancy I swallow swords. I'm able to eat very well. Wink, wink, nut, nut. I was about to say, what, does he want a liver with a small bottle of Chianti? No, no, that'd still be me, Doc. Sickle, man. So do you two sit down and eat, or are you going to explore the kitchen first? Um, I believe I'm going to... Though my meal looks rather... Is it freshly made? It is still... You can still see the steam coming off of it. Quite freshly made. Like, you can actually hear the, the cook up in the help's living area packing his bags. Literally freshly made. I say, Roderick, um, given that we had to travel over here from the mainland and then we attended that... Forgive me, ghastly funeral... And then we had to sit to that dreary old man who read us a will for literally three hours when we opened the vault in two minutes. I say I'm rather famished. Same here. I say we devour that which has been made for us and then we give a good search of the place. Mm-hmm. I go to my veal cutlet mm-hmm. and consume it. And it's poisoned and I die. <laughs> Honestly, I really wish that I had said something like that. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I was just rolling. <laughs> no, um... It was exquisite to the best meal I've ever had. It's the best meal. It's, somehow it's better than you ever fucking remember. Food on the bread is never as good as... Dear old Quincy's cooking. <laughs> you hear from the... One of the megaphones that's hooked up for the help. You're welcome. Quincy, is that you, old boy? Who else would it be? Just making sure you're a voice in the sky. Dad didn't have these voxophones in here the last time he was here. Old man can't walk a lot. He's got to have something to do. Well, he's a geriatric, you know. Well, he used to be. Ah! <laughs> he can still kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Try me, bitch. <laughs> just, just, I wrote in my journal here. Please don't destroy me. And I literally wrote, "Try me, bitch." <laughs> uh, there was a whole point to that, and I'll explain when we do take a break. I'm sure. Uh, okay, that was freaky. What happened? Uh, we're gonna have to pause for a break. Okay, we're pausing for a break, everybody. 
Alright, we're back after that weird issue. What do you do with a drunken sailor? What, what do you do, do with a drunken <laughs> sailor? Okay, I had to bring that call back. Back when what we were trying to do something daughter? between <laughs> cuts. What's that? You put him in the brig with the captain's daughter. Definitely Which is did. technically a whip. No, that's what the captain's daughter is jokingly called in sailor speech. Yeah, I know the whip. Is a whip. So, you guys basically finish your meal. Now, are you both going to explore the kitchen, or are you just going to assume we probably don't have to come back here unless something starts making noise? Is it safe to assume so? I did. My express intention was, actually, I didn't know food was prepared. I actually was going to look in between the pots and pans, maybe one of the cabinets, just in case. The rooms the kitties are hidden in. All I will tell you guys is this. They are important to your father. Food is important. Food I would have come here. Or the big kitchen. He could have come here or the big one. You know, Dan might have liked to throw parties. We might have to go and check the big kitchen. <laughs> you guys pick what you want to explore. Oh, by the way, do we want to say that took you about an hour? Or 40 minutes? What was the last time it took us an hour to eat a meal? Rich people eating. But we're not... Well, we may be deep of wallet, but we also... Fine, 30 need, minutes. I was going to say 35 generously. Yeah. <laughs> we had to at least cut it. We didn't swallow it whole. We're not animals. <laughs> 30 minutes, and then... Do you guys want to just say you quickly explore? Like, just do a quick pan, make sure there's no... I'm going to say my character literally had... Like, she would eat the broccoli while exploring, like, opening things. And she's basically holding this plate and eating as she's, like, kicking doors open with her foot and closing. And then eventually, like, once she starts getting to the bottom cabinets, you just see her pick up this veal, and she just puts it in one end of her mouth and starts eating it with just her jaw as she opens the bottom cabinet. <laughs> like, like spaghetti. Just... <laughs> it's just, like, slowly chewing, and you just slowly see it going into her mouth. Yep, as she explores everything. Skills with swords <laughs> I told you, it's a talent and an art form. That is an art form. <laughs> <laughs> there is never going to be an end to the sword swallowing jokes. <laughs> well, it's not dark yet, or else that would have been fun. Oh, see? I could have been eaten by a cabinet mimic. <laughs> Darn. Actually, that family kitchen didn't have anything. That family kitchen didn't have the jump scares in it. That's fine. It would have just been like a random... Rat comes out of the pantry. Basically. It would have been like a random something came out. I have a question. Did Dad switch his room after Mom died? Why would the fucker give up the biggest bedroom in the house? I didn't know or did Mom... Okay, so, so they shared a bedroom and then she died and then he stayed yeah. there. Okay, okay. Well, I want you to understand something. Okay. Your guys' bedrooms would be considered a normal-sized master bedroom in a normal person's house. And then he has a floor all to himself. <laughs> it's basically most of the floor is to himself. Yes. Where was mom's favorite area of the house? It would either have been her study, the sitting room that's next to the that's next to the bar slash entertainment room. Because she liked to watch out the... And look, that... She liked to sit 
basically any of the windows that had a view is where she liked to sit. She liked to sit on the veranda and gaze into the stars. Basically. Your mom basically just loved the house. Like, you can see any modern stuff was probably done by her before your dad died. We should go to mom's study. Are you sure, or do you want to go explore the bedroom or something first? I'm okay with exploring mom's study. <laughs> Out of game. Real talk, don't lie to me here. Did you... Did you, did you lift some plot elements from Monster House at all? No. Thank God. I was going to say, is Mom the house? Is this Event Horizon no, where Mom is the house? No, if any character would be that, it's somebody else. It's Auntie Janice! <laughs> the bitch is that! Okay, okay, we're going to explore Mom's study. Actually, she should be helping you. Quit <laughs> <laughs> spoiling shit, loser! No, that was the internet. That was the internet telling you to stop pulling. pulling the fact stuff. is, it's like, can I make time jump? Are you? Are, is it because we're exploring stuff without any of your fanciness happening? Yes. <laughs> it's like I was hoping you two were going to lethargically explore the house and just be like, well, we couldn't find anything. Let's go. No, we're, we're going to look at, like... Obviously, if we're looking for family keys, and you just told us they were in all of our father's favorite like portions of the house, and he loved our mother so much. We also loved room. his kids. <laughs> you told us about that one on the break, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we kind of expect to be forced into our rooms at one point. And suddenly we're thrown into our rooms by a ghastly force of nature. You're going to the study? Yes. yes. Which is basically... Just a hallway over from where you guys are at. So, it's real quick. You get there. Do we just want to see the spook start now? No, you set up to sundown. Exquisite. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we solved your puzzle quickly, so we get to explore hard free. <laughs> it turns out Dad's approximation of sundown was wrong. Okay, you two going to explore? Okay, let me, let me describe the room to you first. It looks like almost a twin to your father's study where there's bookshelves and stuff. Okay. You do notice a desk where his would have been, but then you also notice in the middle of the room is basically this really nice table with like material and stuff on it and a Victorian era styled sewing table, sewing machine on it. So that gigantic metal pedal that you had to do this on? Yeah. And then you notice in three corners of the room are... Actually, in each corner of the room is basically a mannequin. One of them with, like, an incomplete dress. One with a complete dress. And then one that's just bare. And then another that had, like, a wedding dress or something that looked like it was meant for you. I was going to say, I bet one of these dresses were probably intended for me. Or you. We don't we don't really know. If I flexed wearing those dresses that would rip. <laughs> oh, I'm not no slitch either, lad. <laughs> she kind of flexes and you see like the like vest like stretch a little bit at her chest line. So you do so yeah, you basically notice that 
her office also doesn't look like it was... Like, nothing's been moved since literally the day she died. It's just been dusted. Dusted, yeah. It's just been dusted. So it looks like it's time is paused in this room. Like, he never wanted to do anything to it. So, just go ahead and explore. Okay. So, I say, Roger, it was your idea. You have the first round of the place. I want to look. Do any of those dresses have any pockets on them? Explore. I explore. I inspect the dresses. Oh, an eight. Plus your. No, that was with everything. Oosh. Uh, you notice that the only dress that would maybe have pockets isn't complete enough to have anything big enough to hold it doesn't look like it's ready to hold anything yet it looks like it's just basically the patterns were laid on it mm -hmm. but other than that it's just like she hadn't started sewing it yet the other two were like one was like a formal dress with like a corset basically so she hadn't gotten the top part that covers the corset done, and then the wedding dress, it's a wedding dress. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't have noticed. So there wouldn't have been any pockets on it, technically. Mm -hmm. I have a completely ludicrous request. Yep. Does dear old mum have a section where she would have put jewelry or hair accoutrement in this room? You do notice in the place in... Between two of the bookshelves is a about seven feet tall, six feet tall. Jesus. <laughs> it's gonna be more than the George. Um, just like wardrobe looking thing with two doors on it that open up. And like three drawers on the bottom. That could be where she kept that kind of stuff. I'm going to inspect the wardrobe. That technically rolled as a clean 12, Makana, if you want to see it. It's stopped firm. <laughs> that did stop firm. And if it goes by our decks, that would be a 16. If it's by our intelligence, it's a 13. As you go through, you notice that it was, one part was meant for, like, jewelry that she wore all the, that she just sort of kept, that she would wear all the time, or just, like, fancy stuff. The other side was, like, all her sewing equipment, and the bottom three drawers were fabric. You do notice, though, on the tool side, a key ring. Interesting. With about ten or so keys on it. I snatched that like it was... A literal tart, freshly baked. Gone, in my hand. Roderick! I found it! A mundane keyring! <laughs> filled with... Basically keys to the entire house. Look at them! <laughs> I jingle it. <laughs> I win, I win! You gonna investigate the keys to see if there's any that stand out? <laughs> 
I snatched I investigate the keys. Dear God, no, I was jingling them so hard I think I threw them at Roger. <laughs> Does he catch them? Yeah, of course he catches them. Are you going to investigate them? Yes. I rolled to investigate and crit <laughs> I got a ten. You notice a lot of the keys basically look as old as some of the locks in this house do, but there's a couple that stand out. One in particular is a simple gold key, mm-hmm. but compared to the rest, which are like bronze and iron, it stands out. Are you going to touch it? Yes, I touched the butt. Something <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, seriously. <laughs> You turned into a gunter, boy! <laughs> now, seeing how much he gets to see. Let's see what was the mother's key? Alright. <laughs> Plot elements. You get to see a shit ton. <laughs> Yay! No time! Woohoo! Story time! Gather round, children! You seem, as you touch the key, you seem to. Not exactly pass out, but you, to her anyway, it looks like your eyes basically roll back into your head. And you're just basically having a seizure while standing. But for you, you see this little fey fairy-like creature running around happily. And then it runs into the forest while you're not looking. And then you hear... A just horrifying screeching sound. And you start running and you see your great grandfather, your the first, the paint, basically the man from the painting yeah. in your father's study, Jebediah Kadshaw, mm-hmm. with a two handed axe buried deep into this little child face skull. And him dusting his hands off, thinking he just killed some wild creature, not realizing he just killed one of your children. You then look up and you see behind him the basically cleared plot of where the house is. And then the memory stops and you return back to normal. But you get this eerie feeling that that child meant a lot to that mother and that somebody didn't care a lot about it or the trees as well if it had been a twin I would have told him exactly what happened do you tell me any of what you saw I, I explain everything. So you told me you saw a little fairy child get axed by Jeb. Get axed by Jeb. You were obviously not yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, quick explanation real quick for verbiage. You said somebody didn't care or it mattered a lot. Which one was it? Because the, the way you said it, it was like, but they didn't really care. So I was like, wait, if it was a child... 
without the, spoiling it, if it matters. It's a weird, conflicting feeling because if he had rolled a twenty, I would have explained why that happened. So it was like it matters, but it matters to the person he was seeing it as. Yes. It doesn't matter to this feeling he gets in the back of his head. A source of a grudge. Perhaps a source of the curse? Could be. So wait a second, if there was a plot of land... Presumably this plot of land that has been built on. That's awful presumptuous, but assume it's this plot of land. I mean, 500 plus years ago? Assuming he even gave it a proper burial, for all we know he could have just axed it and left the poor thing to die. And then who knows what else ate it, or took it, or grew from it. Mm-hmm. Question. Mm-hmm. Is there any landmarks in the vision that would have given us like a decent sense of an idea of maybe like a lake or anything? If uh, you look out your mom's window, I will tell you. Having Roderick told me this, I get a sudden spout of inspiration to go look for Mother's favorite window in her study. As you look out, you see the front well-kept lands, land of the front of the house, which basically overlooks the village. Yes. But you notice to the right, there's this very strange-looking tree amongst the rest of them. It's a white birch tree, unlike the rest of the spruce sort of trees. Spruce slash pine trees. But it's on the outside of the family grounds. Now here's the thing. Assuming took, we had two hours, took about five minutes to crack open that safe, another 15 minutes, and it took us about 35 minutes. We had an hour now. Maybe this took us about 15 more minutes. That gives us 45 minutes to go down, look at that birch tree, and get the fuck back inside the house before we're declared before we have to shut the mansion for good for 24 hours. Nope. I say we hightail it down to that fucking tree. Let's fucking go, go, go. I have athletics. I'm going to book it. I'm just going to run. God be damned if I die. Where did my d20 go? (laughs) I don't know, actually. I didn't steal it for once. You found it? No. Uh, I don't know. Is that not it over there by well, the D8? Where the hell did the dice go? The, the case of the mysterious D20. Oh, no, <laughs> found it. The problem is, is I was right here. It was right there in the space between my arm and my elbow. Or my, my arm and my elbow. Oh, God. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, like, we see this. I know I have time. The rules say we have to be in there after sundown. Not quite sundown. I'm abusing the shit out of that legality. Eight plus strength is ten plus. Um, ooh, I have a fourteen. Do I trip and die, or do I make? You it? got an eighteen. No, I got a fourteen. On him running to the tree. Uh, on an <laughs> athletics check to get through the house. You like a motherfucking gazelle. <laughs> he tells me this story. I see favorite tree. We have forty-five minutes. You see a tree on the just out on like you wouldn't have noticed it if you were riding on a carriage, but you notice it from your mother's room. It's this white birch that stands out. Sure. Hey. hey. So you actually think of a higher strength? 
I got 12. My expertise gave me the extra two. <laughs> so. Oh, unless I'm in favorite terrain. Uh, we haven't been adventuring for an hour. You don't per se trip, but you do sort of lag behind. Yeah. Well, that's just because I rolled slightly higher. Yeah. Just slightly He's, faster. He basically just somehow parkour, almost perfectly parkoured his way out and is basically on the ground by the time you get out the door. Mm-hmm. The front yard grounds, which is just like cut bushes and stuff. As he lags behind, I thought you were a ranger! <laughs> Poor scumper. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, as you get to the fence, you, the brick fence basically that's on the edge of the house, you do see the leave, the discolored leaves that make it an obvious different tree. Uh, for the sake of, because you're running out there, I'm going to say you basically parkour your way over it. <laughs> like, it's, you watch her just grab onto the side, throw herself over, do a handstand, and then jump over flipping you off. <laughs> okay, I, I won't do the flipping off. I'll just be like, I'll just do this. As I'm flipping up, you just see me give him, like, it looks like a peace sign, but I'm raising my arm up. <laughs> We're in Victorian England. That's how you flip somebody off. You know, just whoop. Both victory and a fuck you. <laughs> and that's when I shout, I thought you were a ranger. <laughs> fuck off. So yeah, <laughs> are you? Oh, gonna... I know what you would have said. <laughs> I know what you would have said too. Fuck you! I just ate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you explore the? So that you're at the tree. Do you take a look to see if there's any? Yes, I'd look to. S- I my immediate things are. I would look to see if the ground is any different. Obviously, the bark is different. I would inspect the ground and then the leaves. In that order. So let me check the ground first. Anything odd by the ground? That is a three, five, six. All you notice is that there's flowers. Ooh, flowers. You notice there's flowers specifically around that tree. But you do notice those same flowers are everywhere, though. Okay, but there's a particularly dense concentration around that tree. No... uh, I wouldn't notice anything else about them, though, because I, I just, as you see, flowers. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to investigate the tree. Ten. Motherfucker. You basically notice that in the... <laughs> A voice from the guns. <laughs> thought the cleric wasn't here. You basically notice in the streaks of this bir- birch tree that normally most birches have, you notice that there is sort of the almost like image of a face in pain on it. Hmm. But, yeah, there's no like red sap coming down. It's just, it's... What almost looks like a face. It doesn't look like the wood's making it. It just looks like that's how the streaks in the birch made it. Doesn't look like the tree's in pain. I think I think your time in the wildlands has turned you weird, brother. I don't see anything at all. Playing off the fact that I got a fucking three. 
Now, either you're going to investigate the leaves. I will investigate the leaves. 19. <laughs> I didn't. That was my. That was something else I threw. It's like, well, fuck it. You. Actually, the upside is the thing that was important was what he noticed. <laughs> um, you do notice that the leaves on this particular tree, mm-hmm. and since you're a ranger, you have seen birches before, mm-hmm. seem way healthier and greener than the rest of the trees around and any that you've seen before. You do notice that a lot of birds and stuff are keeping away from this tree as well. Like, even though there are flowers and stuff growing around the base, Mm -hmm. you don't see any nests or any signs of a nest previously having been in this tree. In fact, you notice that even the trees seem to be keeping away from this thing. Like, it's allowed to grow healthily by itself. Um, do we notice any of the roots co- growing out from underneath the tree at all? Or um, I'll or... say to be within this, you do notice the roots seem like some of them are sticking out, and they do look like normal trees roots. But you notice this tree also somehow seems really fucking deep rooted compared to like other trees where. You can see a lot more of their roots. This one seems like... And you just see, like, maybe the weaker, small ones that popped out at the top. Oh, if we had time, I know what I'd love to do. Even though it's a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) I know! (laughs) Yes, I... Foreshadowing! I know. I I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Both of you had rolled really well. You would have figured out what it is. Well, I think from what I explained to him, plus his vision, should kind of hint at what this is. Well, I mean, it's... context clues tells me the player what it is. My character doesn't know. That's what Roderick is for. Yeah. So, Roderick, do you tell your sister what you've discovered? Yes, yes I do. That the, the other plants are leaving alone as well as the animals based and the you know it looks like there's a face going on in there I'm pretty sure the spirit of whatever that thing was killed is taking notice of the tree I officially call this tree Jeb's mistake <laughs> that is how I'm going to refer to this tree if you had gotten three if you had gotten three really good rolls or do you want to investigate the flowers too as well Add four to that roll. Twelve. You notice that these flowers are the particular kind of roses you would have at a funeral. Is that... Did I roll an eight? You rolled an eight. Okay. That's why you got a twelve. Especially the flowers that were used at your father's funeral. Wow, somebody better not pick from this fucking tree, so help me God. Yes, this this is hashtag Jeff's mistake. This is hashtag Jeff's mistake. Oh my gosh. If we promote this, you have to use hashtag Jeff Steak. I will. <laughs> We're going to. Yes. We're going to promote it. It's like, at this point, it's like, well, this just shows what happens when a DM doesn't plan. The DM planned for poorer players. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we assume 
We got all this information. We know there's a magic tree. This is probably what this is definitely what we saw in the vision. However, time is now growing eerily short. We have to get back onto the family grounds, which is I mean You're right there. You just have to jump over the fence. Uh, I'm not taking any plans. Here, I'm going to assist him over. We're gonna do an assisted jump over this brick wall. Unless it's that short. It's unless you just say that we go over it. You just go over it. Okay. I'm not back on family grounds. We're good. You're back on family grounds. Now do we wanna say it is sunset? Basically, we did all of yeah. that with like five minutes to spare. I, I say we basically, for you basically legality's both. sake, we get inside before the sun sets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wanna, either one of you want to look outside as the sun fully sets? If I see a flash of green, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to investigate? Either of you want to investigate? I, I, that, that was my cue. Yes, I'll look, but there's a flash of green you can have it. No. Uh, as you look behind, you see two robed figures just basically come out from behind the wall where the gate is, and they just stand there and cross their arms. You can't see their features or anything. It's just... So they're just standing in front of the gate, menacing them. Yeah. They're on the outside of the fence, though. They look like assholes. They are. You know, part of me really wish you said, What do you see? Ugh, he's standing there <laughs> menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're so children. Yeah. Well, yeah, you see those two standing at the gate, basically. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Let's <laughs> avoid them. Now, do you want to look out there and see if maybe you can see anything else? Yeah, sure. Um, are we allowed to explore outside the mansion? And you are allowed to explore anywhere up to. You cannot jump the fence now. Yeah, we. Once the sun we, is set, which it has just done, it's crested, it's starting yeah. to crest the mountain. Yeah. Uh, if you had taken just a little bit longer, I would have shown you what happens. Thank God we rolled good on our athletic checks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. As far as you two now are concerned, you're not allowed to leave the grounds. You can stay anywhere on the grounds. Heck, for all you care, you can go get on the swan boat and just sit out in the middle of the pond until morning. Fuck that. No. (laughs) No, sir. Or go sit in your mom's favorite part, or go sit in the gazebo and look at the stars like your mom would. No, sir. You know what? I know where I will go first. Is there perhaps... A shed that would have kept maybe the gardens in front of the grounds, if there are any. Is there a shed on, like, the side of the house? Or There is. Seeing as how Roderick has a key mm-hmm. ring on him, he's kept it. Um, Roderick, is there anywhere you want to go? I want to go check uh, the grounds keeping shed or anything. Holy fuck again. Twice! Oh. I was just walking over to do this. You're getting dark for me. Kick them under the table or behind you. So, um, are you going to do anything, or do you want to no. follow me? let's go. Alright. So we're going to go over to the groundkeeper's shed. Um, is, do you notice anything particular? Like, uh, where is the shed located, first of all? It is on the left-hand side. So it would be on the same side as the birch? Technically it's the same, same side as the birch and the family living side. Okay. It's literally connected to the house, and it's right next to a 
basically the loading area slash the bigger than a normal house's entrance for a side entrance to the basement. You can tell this is where whoever brings the meats and stuff, this is where they drop them off at. Uh, so that's all kind of like the same area? Yeah. They're both like in the middle halfway on the just long wall of the side of the house. Okay. I have a question. Um, is there actually any garden at all, like on that side of the house next to the shed? Um, you do notice that there are shaped bushes to basically try and block it. But other than that, none of them seem out of the ordinary or anything. Fair enough. Say, Roger, do you know this, do you know you have a key that can fit in that? I'd like to get in. Okay. I tried. Tried keys. One of them does eventually open. It's this really grimy looking beat up one. Often used. Makes sense. Is that rust or blood? And <laughs> yeah, you basically just unlock the door and walk and just can see. Uh, this is like a walk-in shed where there's like a workbench and some other stuff. So you can tell somebody who works on the tools or like any maintenance would work out of here. Is there any oil lamps or anything in there or does it actually have electricity? Um, the upside is to your father, just because of how decrepit he became and just he didn't trust himself anymore with like oil lamps. There are oil lamps in there, but you do notice a really old-school Edison bulb hanging from the roof. Interesting. As well as a small generator that's currently not running. I, being a resourceful lass, do not turn on the generator. <laughs> I instead go for the more old-fashioned oil lamp, as that's what I use to travel at night, should I need to. So, I, uh... Oh, here, I'm going to tell you one little thing. You notice a placard above the uh, generator that says emergency only. Naturally. The main house is ran by a boiler slash furnace, furnace that's in one of the basements. Probably the darkest touch. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I, I take the oil lamp and I light it. Alright, and there is a second one. I'll take it. All right. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Save it. Technically, uh, this is technically we have two spares. My character actually has uh, an oil yeah. lamp and oil in her chest. Oh, okay. So um, we're, I'm just using this one. Like we're we're kind of together. I have a question to ask since we've never really addressed this. Are we armed? Um, you two. Did you have weapons? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm assuming. <laughs> this is where I assume we should have gone to our room. Yeah. That's okay. Because I'm assuming you guys had unpacked when you got there. Mm. You were you're still wearing your clothes from the funeral. I think I would have had my dagger on me at least. I yeah. have a I have a dagger. You would have had your pocket. dagger on you. I'm assuming you probably I had two swords and a bow. So he probably put his stuff away. Yeah. Do you know what the beautiful part is? My dagger's in focus. <laughs> However, 
being spooky, so I have no reason to withdraw the dragon from my breast. <laughs> Yet. You do hear something outside. Shing! <laughs> As you kick open the door... What door? <laughs> the, oh, wait, you left the doors open in the shed. Yes! As you turn around, you just see a squirrel sitting there holding it, and I just freaked out, like, what the fuck are you? Damnable beasts. <laughs> it then runs off. <laughs> I'd rather not like pests in my shed. Out of shed. Sorry. I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been the worm god! <laughs> Let's go get our weapons. Over a you... squirrel. Really, I like kind of would draw it back into the like little breast seam in my uh, vest. So you guys are gonna walk. So which way are you gonna go? Are you gonna go to the backyard, or are you gonna go to the back through the front door, or are you gonna try the basement? Do I see any reason that would lead me, like, give me pause that would make me not want to go into the basement? Does it look fine? It's locked. Lock, of course. Wouldn't want the meat stores to get robbed. I was also suggesting that because that's the closest door to you. Technically, but it requires the basement. Right, right. Always ignore. I <laughs> ignore basements in horror movies, but I must remember we are not ourselves and this is not a conventional story. So, which way are you guys going to start walking? I'm going to suggest the basement as I have no reason to fear this house. I say through the basement. I have an oil lamp. Alright, let's go. Alright, do any of the keys that I have open up the basement. Yes. Do you want to roll to check? Yeah, it's the it's the master set of keys, so yes, you do have one that opens it. I just want to see if you do it. Uh, since I have the lamp, he unlocks it. I'm like, I will go first. Uh, I open the door and I go through. Um... How big is the bottom basement? Um, it, they are, to best describe it, they're not the full length of the house, but you can tell there's a way more than stock than it needs to be fridge. When you enter, it's a large area that looks like it's meant for processing, basically. Sure. One side is, like, grains and other spices and stuff like that. Satchel. It, it's just all the per easy to perishable stuff. On the other side, you see a metal door that's very obviously the new confangled fridges that you've heard about. Oh, that must be where the elk is stored. And then on the other side, you notice the boiler system. Is it healthy? It's running as if somebody just put fresh wood in. You give the people's eyebrow <laughs> again. To be fair, they would have just left, so they obviously would have left it running. Yeah. Um, actually, and then, actually, just because I rolled a 20, just to help you out, you notice a gigantic container that says whale blubber, whale oil, next to the furnace. Well, I guess I know where to go if I ever want to free Willy. I wasn't really sure. I should say just regular oil, but it's... You just see a tank that says oil. That's connected to the furnace that's slowly dripping in. Okay, so... That seems perilous. Yeah. Sounds like Victorian-era technology. 
a <laughs> giant vat of oil that slowly drips it, not drizzles it. Thank mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> I do say I have an idea. Yeah? Are you both in there now? Yes, yes. We, we, we've walked in. Roger can basically see the same thing as me. You guys, man, at least excuse yourself. <laughs> hey! Mine are louder than that and a smelly. You hear a tinging from the uh, freezer. What, they thought they were to slaughter one of the cows, the miserable bastards. Well, it can suffer. <laughs> Surely it'll freeze to death long. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> faster. Must go faster. <laughs> <laughs> one of the locks on the door shatters. Yeah, no, I start moving. I'm like, I, I go for the nearest set of stairs. Yeah, we move. All right. Real quick, for clarity's sake, where is the vat of oil? It's on the, okay. To basically describe it, when you guys come down. Hold on, use the table. If we are this dice, I assume you this guys just came oil. in. You just guys came in from this side. That would actually be closer to Bacana. Yeah. And then on the sides, there's these two gigantic pantries slash freezer. Freezer's on this side. Pantry slash grains and other stairs are that way. Yeah. Oh, and then you do notice at the very far corner next to the boiler room is a little area marked prep kitchen. Yeah, no, we uh, we we obviously make. You run to the stairs that go up. We we run to the the boiler oil system slash stairs. Mm-hmm. You get to the. Uh... Yeah, nothing happens. <laughs> Give me a minute, we're gonna commune. <laughs> I swear to God. Improvised weaponry. Anyway, okay, um, to tell you something, that was a jump scare. Okay, good. That wasn't an actual creature. Now, if you go back down there later, there might be something else. The but, jump scare might not actually be a jump scare anymore, yeah. it's real. But yeah, for the most part, that was just a jump scare. Oh, I was ready to handle that jump scare <laughs> any way possible. Nope, 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 nope. Not a zombie cow, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh, I don't care, it could have been, any, it didn't have to be a zombie cow, I was just assuming, but where the meats and stuff go. I don't know. It, it was going to be something else, but yeah. So, um, yeah, no, we, we get up. Okay, you know what, Roger, you're absolutely right. I would like to require weaponry now. <laughs> Suddenly, this tiny little jab seems inadequate to the... Uh, By the way, your rooms are on the third floor of the right-hand side of the house. They're on the second floor. Third. Living's the third... Living rooms? Like, bedrooms? Third floor. Um, family kitchen. Family living room. Second floor. I distinctly remember him saying our rooms were on the second floor. I might have gotten myself confused. Okay, we'll Your rooms are on the third we're floor. We're on the third floor. All right, we're on the third There is also an attic. But I didn't tell you about the attic yet because you guys haven't investigated the house too much yet. Fair enough. Okay, so we go to our rooms, respectively, and as hastily as possible. Well, 
being reasonable about it. I assume mm -hmm. the house is still somewhat adequately lit. Do I need the oil lamp anymore? Um, yeah, you can turn the oil lamp off. I turn it off and I set it on the counter next to the basement. Question. Mm -hmm. Is there a door that leads to the basement that can be locked? Yes. Lock it. I lock it. Right as you lock it, you hear a loud boom. Fuck you! Easy now, let's not anger the cow. It's just lost and confused. <laughs> Roderick, weapons. Faster. Weapons. Must go faster. Must go faster. This is just fucking. Uh, I'm actually not willing to do anything yet. You guys can take the weapons. This is just like jump scares. That's fine. As will, you hear that, bit, you as you guys start to walk off and hear a bang again, you start to see a black ooze like material come out the bottom of the door. As we round to the corner, leaving, we just see it. I say that just moves peculiar. Faster, we must go faster. Are you gonna look back to see what she's talking about? No, I run. Go on, look. Take a look. Do not do it. No, I run. As his younger sister's <laughs> urgings, he runs. And as you do that, you're up as it goes back under the door. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make it to your room, obviously. Tell me, are our rooms adjacent or your across? rooms are connected? You, oh, the God, ones. Like in the <laughs> now the funny thing is, you both do have separate bathrooms. They're on opposite sides, but your rooms are basically twins. They're connected by a small door between, with the two doors facing out. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, you're rooms are connected they're on the same side as the master bedroom which is a hallway which is technically there's a hallway between your room and the master bedroom that leads into the main double doors of the master bedroom but your guys's rooms are on the hallway next to the stairs it's basically this yeah um, we both go in through the same door. We don't take separate doors. We'll just go in. You, your, your door and your door are separate doors. So you basically just both walk in, but your door... That can you go into your whoever's room is closer to us. Yes, and then I will go in. Whoever needs to go into their respective room will yeah. follow. So yeah. You go into your room. He walks through that connector door that connects yes. your rooms together. And you keep the door open, young man. I don't want to keep tabs on you. <laughs> And there'll be no wanking in this house. <laughs> Not until morning. If you get lonely, the help aren't here. And, uh. So yeah, you both get changed and dressed without any. No, we we, we no no uh, like that's I I perform in my clothes. That is my armor. We perf I perform in my street clothes. Yeah. I I I change out of the fancy vest and go to my more cut up vest. I, I change out of the funeral clothes and I put on barbarian little roughage. He uh, he he comes out with a wolf head on his cock and a simple fur vest. Yes. I however leave the my white silk shirt on with its ruffled like sleeves, and I just put on like a, a, a like a slightly more frilly uh, vest, and I button it up and I kind of just adjust myself and I put my rapier on my hip. Do you want... Okay, now that you've done it, do you two want to both investigate your rooms just to see if maybe... 
there's anything in your rooms that your father could have left or something? Absolutely. Twenty! Not natural, but twenty. What's investigation use again? In. I get a fourteen. You both notice a little black lockbox on your little desks that would have been that you studied on. And the keys are in them. Okay. Open. You got the 20? Yes. You notice you now have a map of the house. Like the most up-to-date map of the house that there could be. Mm. You... You find one of the missing pages to his diary. I found a map. I found one of Dad's journal pages. One of the missing ones. I presume. Favorite child. I don't know about that. You have the way to tell us where we find the house, favorite child. Oh, wait. <laughs> I forgot he got a 20. No, it wasn't an actual 20. Um... You know, we'll also say he got a page just to fuck with you both. <laughs> like I said, map of the house, mm-hmm. favorite child. Yours basically describes how the day after your father's father died, nothing really changed, but after like a week, everything on the island started to just rot and decay, except for the birch that's adjacent to the house. This was after... Grandpa died. After Grandpa. And it talks about how your aunt that you've never heard of is wanting to go away for college. Oh, this is before... Ah. This is the pages that are missing. Yes. So, shit. Your page... Talks about after your father did something. So we're missing a page in between the two. So it says that after he did this, he regrets what he did and is horrified to even want to write it down again to remind himself of what he did. But after doing so, all the green returned to the island. And if anything, a new sh- and to make matters even better for him, a tradesman came with this mysterious creature from the far desert lands, stuffed and ready to give to him as a gift. It's the elephant. Mm. <laughs> oh, um. So. You know that whatever happened, you know whatever your father did, basically, allowed him to do something to return life to the island, but beforehand, everything was dying. You two gonna discuss it? Dad did something bad. Well, didn't he say something to that effect in the actual journal? In the letter. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, the dust in his house. Oh my. But the details that are more important are 
Your page says everything was dying. Your page says whatever he right. did brought life back. Yes. So, Grandpa died. Auntie went to college. Well, she was intending on going to college. And everything but the Burt's was living. Ah. Or dying, I should say. Father regrets something. Everything's back to life. And Puff received a fancy elephant. And now you do know that the curse... or. Did I actually tell the... Or did we... The characters say what the curse was about? No. Yeah, then no, we don't... You, Your characters don't know. You, as well, players... We, we, what we, we... I think we've discussed, like... No, actually, I think we as players know that the curse goes from father to si- father to sibling, or sibling kills father. Father to child. It's a passed on directly from father, father or... To child. From parent to child. And the child must kill the father, or... Children must kill children if they don't. Yes, we as players know that. I don't believe that's been explained to us as children. Okay. Actually, it's father must either kill child or sibling must kill child. The father has to die. The parent must die so that the curse gets passed on. Yeah, that's why I said the child has to kill the dad or no. The dad. The no. This is the interesting thing, and I can't really explain it. Yet. The father doesn't have to be killed by the child. Okay. The parent dying doesn't actually affect the curse. It's who's ever alive. That's a direct bloodline at the time. Okay. So, okay, I do have it written down right here. So the very next in the bloodline, which is you two, is affected now by the curse. But, now that your father's dead, the curse is now your guys' problem. And he regrets that he couldn't figure it out before this happened. That's what you can gather from his journal. I say, I haven't helped us one bit. We've only found one key that really just explains what that old birch tree was. Right? Well, you just hear a slight creaking in the house, but nothing else. That doesn't sound out of the ordinary. Of course not. Wood creaks. Um, would I notice anything else in my room that would perhaps stand out, aside from the lock boxes? Uh... You do notice a black box under your bed. Actually, a leather-bound... Yeah, a... uh, Luggage. You basically notice a luggage under your... Could I manhandle it myself, or would I require my brother's aid? It's just a normal luggage where it's just click. Okay, I pull it out and open it. And get swallowed by a great beast of the divine end. Actually, this is a reward. Excellent. I've looked in my cupboard. Or, it's a reward for one of you. Click. As you open it up, there is the most ornate motherfucking blunderbust you have ever seen. And a good amount of rounds and powder for it. Roderick! Yes? Camilla? I I go on there. I'm holding it, like, between my person, so he sees my hand, like, right here, like, kind of, like, holding something. 
I turn around. I do rather think this makes me look like Queen Arthur. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you do notice also in the box two pistols. You know, part of me believes that antique you're using would be rather ill-suited to the confines of this mansion. It's the same dice to roll, but it does like twice the damage, I think. So it's 2d8. What I'm saying is, Roger, would you rather this blunderbuss instead of that bow? I've got yes. the armaments. <laughs> I will take one of the pistols if you like the other. Or you could have a, a brace, whichever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take one, you take one. Yeah. I ha- Is it flintlock? Yes. I hand him one of the flintlock I'm pistols. trying to remember what the flintlocks are for damage. I think it's the same as like a mini crossbow or something like that. It's probably 1d6. Yeah. Anyway, I um, assuming there are two bags of powder, I give him. One there are two very well sized bags of powder, as well as the shots to go. Yeah, with each there's other. well than enough shots to last you a good while. So I I um on my like le- my doublet and my vest, I tie the sacks of powder and shot, and I put the blasting caps in um one of my breast pockets. All right. <laughs> You hear this coming from the hallway. <laughs> Do either of you want to just quickly pop your head out or like investigate to see if there's I anything? I want to keep the door open. I get a 19. <laughs> so what are you going to do? I'm just going to say, Roderick, hold my hand. <laughs> I just lean out with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you lean out, you notice that all the lights in the hallway are off. Cool, you turned off the lights on your way over here. No. Now, when you look down the stairs, you don't see anything. You notice that the, actually the lights in the entryway where the stairs are work. Work. But when you look towards the nursery slash the master bedroom, the lights are off. You notice the nursery door is open? And a strike of lightning reveals! <laughs> <laughs> and the door's just open, but the lights are on. I think part of the help's still here. I don't think we got the memo. <laughs> I, I, like, look towards him with my pistol still drawn. I, like, withdraw for a moment. I think the help's still here. The nursery's there. That's against the rules. I, like, lean back out with my pistol. <laughs> No, part of me don't think that whatever this is plays by the rules. Like the help wanting to kill us and getting the mansion. The door just slams shut. Fuck it, we're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The door's just shut. Uh, We should take a look. Fuck it. I, um... I put the edge of the flintlock. I um, I have a blasting cap in there, and I have the drawn, and I put it in a brace to keep it loaded without all the shot coming out. All right. But I don't have a what I so I, you, I, I, so you two walk towards the nursery. Yes. I have my uh, rapier out. All right. I've I've put the flintlock away and I put my rapier out. 
I'm ready to stab some babies. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you alright? Uh, either of you want to try and open the door? Brother? Yes? Privy, have you brought that crowbar with you? Of course! You know that old game we used to play? Shocking all. <laughs> I think it's time for another mini game. As you put the crowbar to the door, the door just... And you notice the lights are off now. They were just on. <sighs> Either of you want to see if you can reach the light switch? Fuck, paper, scissors, old friend. <laughs> Fuck! You do it. <laughs> I just got my rapier. <laughs> I've just got his back covered. I'm, I'm like one arming the blunderbust. And you're just gonna reach around for the door where you could have swore. This is the playroom slash nursery. It's yeah. one giant room, but there's a wall in the middle that sort of blocks them off from each other. Oh, that's cute. Oh. You want to just go up till eight? Oh wait, no, I gotta shit. <laughs> so, damn it, I want to get to this. This is entirely up to you. Do you want to at least see what is in the room that you have to fight before we end it? Well, I mean, we might as well fight it if it's something we're fighting. Right. Okay. You want to turn on the light? Yes. As you turn on the light, you see in a rocking chair a human-sized jester doll. <laughs> Take it away! <laughs> but you also notice throughout the rest of the room dolls and other toys that are on the walls or, or even a toy box. I have the solution to your problem. <laughs> Do you relay this to me? Yes. I have the best way to end this if we're going to end it here. Alright. So I'm going to cast Shatter on the room. <laughs> Let me see. And you'll be in a world of pure imagination. <laughs> where porcelain so you dolls get fucking wrecked. So you attack it? I'm going to cast Shatter on the entire room now that my brother is withdrawn. Alright. Oh, dearie me, that appears to be a 15. It breaks AC. I bloody well hope so. I was seeing, yeah. It, no. Less than That's a 4, 9, 14 damage. As you do it, you notice the lights flash? Of course. As I just shattered the working light bulb in the room. You notice the chair is now swinging and the clown is gone. Well, I mean, I hope it fucking would. I just hit it with a giant fucking cocoon. <laughs> You're the one that scared clowns. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's a doll. A Chester porcelain doll. It's a human-sized Chester porcelain doll. It's literally it. So, uh. he, seeing me myself point my, like... 
By the way, I literally imagine myself doing this. I just go, swish and flicker. And I point my rapier in the room. And it goes, <laughs> I go, fuck off. And I close the door. <laughs> Which was that again? Uh, it was 14. So 136 minus 14. Jesus Christ. Fucking A. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll uh, start this boss battle next week. Next week or the week after, we'll find out. Or sometime. Uh, if this continues, we might do it next week. It might be the week after. We might actually continue this in time for a Halloween special. I'd say, yeah, we can. Or we can do it. Over like a Discord call. We'll figure that out. Either way, this one shot's not done yet. Especially with the first boss battle. <laughs> Alright, so. Yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, don't forget to follow us at Ninja Star Fox PR1. And visit us on our website at ninjastarfoxproductions.com. This is Chad, currently the DM. This is James, the running DM. And Makata. The tank and spank. <laughs> We're all signing off. Sorry.